On today's news episode, we discuss changes coming to Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party, a new film coming to the Land Pavilion, and the future of Indiana Jones' epic stunt spectacular. All of these stories and more on episode 178 of the Capture the Magic podcast. This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. For all of your Disney World and Universal Studios Florida vacation planning, head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic. They take care of everything from hotel bookings and park tickets to fast pass planning and dining reservations. There's no charge to you for using their services, so be sure to request a quote with promo code CTMP to receive a free gift with your vacation. They're also currently looking for travel agents with experience and those with a passion for Disney. You can go to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and complete a join our team request. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, as always, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. How are you? I'm uh, good. Good. It's actually spring, which is better. It's still a little cold, but at Today, least it's Today's spring. the first official day, right? I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think that's right. I saw it somewhere. Well, I didn't go. Well, for everybody, it was yesterday, but. Right. Yeah. Um, the 20th of March. Yeah. I mean, it could be better. It's real cloudy and not uh, not super warm outside. Well, so. it's, it's still Missouri. It is so, still Missouri. You know, take that with a grain of salt, but we'll be down in Florida in about a month, so. Yeah. At least for a little bit there. I'm very excited about that. Very, very excited, so. As well. Also, I think we probably will do at least one water park. I hope so. I want to do probably Typhoon Lagoon. Probably one one of the two. I think we're yeah, gonna do. Yeah, I I mean they're they're both great. Um, but I remember I haven't been to Typhoon Lagoon since I was oh gosh eight nine. I've I've never been. I've never been yeah. to any of the Disney water parks, yeah. so it's something Blizz- new I'd like to try. Well, yeah, and Blizzard Beach, I was—I know I was like 12 last time I went there, so. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll decide. We'll make a decision. No big deal. I thought it was already made. No, which one we'll do. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we like, need to figure that out. Don't bait and switch me here. No, 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 no. I definitely want to do it. I mean, I, I want to put my feet up and lounge around for hours on, a, on end, because I can't do, like, many of the rides, so. This is true. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, it was crazy. Um, they shut down the Pandora rides, so Flight of Passage and Navi River Journey today or yesterday for you guys for a couple of hours because either someone pulled the fire alarm or there was an actual emergency. But it's spring break season, and so it's really busy in the parks, regardless of you know. The, the 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 crowds in Pandora, so you know everybody just kind of disperse around the rest of the park, and like wait times were crazy. I think it was two and a half hour wait for the safari at one point. That'll happen whenever so crazy. Pandora or Flight of Passage does that. Yeah, I I did read where somebody some people were saying there was they did smell smoke apparently. Okay, so that's so at least something going on. That's what some of the reports say. Okay. We'll see if that's actually. I will. We may or may not find out if that's the fact or not, but we probably won't. <laughs> probably won't. Someone was complaining on on uh, Facebook, not on our group, but in a different group, about how they it was their friend's first time to Disney, and it was two to three hour waits for every single ride. I'm like, well, that was just a perfect storm, and it's busy, and you know, you just kind of have to manage your expectations, especially this time of year. And even on busy days, rope dropping still works. Oh, yeah. If you're willing to oh, get yeah. up early enough to do it, it still does work. Uh, but, yeah. If yeah. you're, you're going to show up like 10 o'clock at the parks it's on a, on a spring break week, yeah, you're going to have a lot you're of weights. You're going to have to wait, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so we have got a bunch of news stories for you today. But before we talk about those, we want to talk about some of our other shows. We've got Diz Dudes. That's every Wednesday. 
and that's Jeremy and Jared. Reminder, that do go um, live to record that at Club 32. So make sure to catch that. If you are not a Club 32 member, please join that so you can, you can, uh, I guess, watch them talk. Well, they, the listeners <laughs> contribute to the oh, episode. Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. But they do release those episodes every Wednesday on their own feed. And uh, Main Street Magic every Tuesday and Friday on their own feed as well. And that's Jeremy and Rhonda. And Jared and I were actually on the last episode of that. So catch that. And on this feed, you'll have Trip Tales that's once a month and C-Team at the Movies once a month as well. So, and don't forget to subscribe to the, the podcast and leave us a review. It does help us grow our show and we do appreciate it. So, you want to get to the news? Sure. Alrighty tidy. Alrighty tidy? Alrighty tidy. Is that a thing? I, I just, I don't know. I think you just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> it's like you said a righty tidy, which would be how you put on, a, how you screw it. Screw All tight. right. Alrighty tidy. I can say what I want. You very well can. I can. I was just confused. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. The first news story is about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yes. Uh, it says breaking here. It's not breaking. <coughs> I know. It drives I, me crazy. I know. I hate when stories do that. <laughs> uh, new fireworks show is coming to Magic Kingdom Halloween Party in 2019, along with three different ride overlays. Despite not being announced when tickets were went on sale earlier this year, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party 2019 at the Magic Kingdom will host a brand new fireworks spectacular as well as new overlays for existing park attractions. While no name for the show is known yet, the new nighttime spectacular will replace Happy Hallow Wishes, which debuted back in 2005. The new fireworks and projection spectacle should include many of the new tricks that came with Happily Ever After, uh, replacing Wishes in 2017, like state-of-the-art projection mapping, lasers, and lighting. Last year marked the introduction of three attraction overlays for just during the Halloween party, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, and Mad Tea Party. This year will bring three new overlays at three different Magic Kingdom attractions, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Frontierland, and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Uh, it says there are no details on what the overlays will be, uh, but uh, yeah, so those are the rides at least, so we'll find out, I'm sure at a later date, what the overlays will be. I am very excited for the new fireworks show. Well, I think I know we talked about it before because we've gone the last two years to the to it that it almost blatantly need to be updated. I mean, you have you you have happily ever after every night, and then you have this special party, and then the fireworks show is a downgrade on a special party. It's never a good look. So uh, it's an easy win for Disney to do this, and then people want to check it out. Yeah. So, well, it said it was it debuted in two thousand five. The Hollow Wishes. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's almost fifteen years ago. That's almost as long as regular Wishes was around. <laughs> so right. It, it it was very much overdue. So I I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the new show, and I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of overlay they do on People Mover. Sadly, in, until proven otherwise, I was not. I didn't think the overlays last year were. <laughs> they were pretty lame. I'll put it that way. There wasn't much to them. I didn't get to see them, so you um, have to you have to remind me. So that- I mean, the 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 tea party was the coolest to me. How it looked, they had different lighting and stuff like that. So that was actually kind of cool. Music and stuff. I think the music was maybe a little different, but it was like the lighting was a different lighting for at night, and it did okay. look really cool. But it was very short as well. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was the lamest it just had random people <laughs> in there it was like you're trying to find this guy it had one guy in the line that was telling you i think it was pete you find pete gunpowder pete yeah gunpowder pete mm-hmm. and the guy at least when i was going through it looked like he was reading lines off of something he just didn't look too and through too thrilled and then pete was in one spot of the, the ride and that was it like it, yeah. it was it was okay but it just for everything that they were saying about it just wasn't much could have been a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I didn't ride Space Mountain, so I didn't check that one out, but I heard it was okay. Okay. So, I mean, hopefully a little bit more, because I think overall there was, the overlays were fairly, people were kind of meh on. I think that's correct. I think it, I don't think it was widely received. I mean, I appreciate the extra stuff. I just want it to seem like they didn't just throw it in there last minute and just said, Oh, do this. Like, put a little thought yeah. into it. Like, that would make the parties 
you know, a little bit more special. Yeah. Do you think it'll be the new fireworks show be called Scarily Ever After? It's a good, I don't know. It probably was something to do with with, uh, Happily Ever After play or Unhappily Ever After. Ooh, I don't like that though. Unhappy. That's true. You don't want unhappy. Yeah. To be frightening ever after. Something like that, I'm sure. Probably. Although I don't understand Monster's Laugh Floor. Yeah, I don't either. Maybe they're just trying to get people to do that more. Honestly, what I would be happy to see is Monster's Laugh Floor was announced that it's going away. But it's a it's a fun show. It's fun. I'm not saying it's not a fun show. Does not belong in Tomorrowland. Yeah, it's a very There's strange place to put nothing it. Nothing yeah. about that ride or that, f- that <laughs> franchise that lends itself to being in Tomorrowland. They should have put it in um Epcot. Sure. Because Turtle it, Talk with Crush is similar in that, you know, you've got a character up on the screen speaking and an actor backstage, you know, speaking for it. Yeah, put it basically anywhere else. <laughs> okay, Jerry. But Tomorrowland is not it. They don't listen to me, so I'm sorry. I can't. I, I, I Hopefully, I've said this many times, Tomorrowland is getting an identity and it will become an awesome land. Because right now it's just a haphazard land that doesn't know what it is. Hmm. If it was a person, you'd be like, hey, who are you? They'd be like, I don't even know, man. Like, Dude. I, sometimes I go to space, and then sometimes I'm just like a monster. And you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, okay, let's move on to the next story. Um, this one is basically oh, it's a general – well, it's kind, of a, it's a kind of an update about some of the films at Epcot. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it is. We're being honest. If we're being honest, and I am being honest. A uh, new film <laughs> coming to Epcot, including a new Awesome Planet film, is what it says, and that's the name of it. Is Awesome Planet is yep. the film? Uh, Disney announced today that they are updating all the films that are presented in Epcot. The announcement includes a new film that will be known as Awesome Planet for the Land Pavilion, and the details are Disney Awesome Planet. Uh, an on-screen exploration of the realm we call home showcases the spectacular beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of our Earth with all the grander guests have come to expect. The new film, together with the New Circle Vision film previously announced for the China Pavilion, updates to the film at the Canada Pavilion and the Beauty and the Beast sing-along that is coming to France, hints at the scope of the coming transformation of this amazing park. Uh, the new film's herald a bold new era for a theme park that is distinctly disney in its view of the earth its land and its people uh beauty and the beast sing-along will rotate for instance with impressions de france which retains its place in guinness world records as the longest running daily screened film in the world didn't know that was a thing but there you go yeah well i I think it's just i think it's just epcot's going to be a much different park in a good way it's going to get updated uh and, and stuff we're hearing too they're definitely Given Epcot, one of the major attractions behind it is the World Showcase and the festivals. Um, and my understanding is they're bringing, I, I believe Jim Hill talked about this on the Disney Dish, but they're basically, because right now when you walk into Epcot, there's such a disconnect before you get to World Showcase or any of the festival stuff. They're going to try and bring that up closer. So it's not as much of a disconnect and make it a little bit more... Uh, I guess where there's not a, a much of a drastic difference between the World Showcase and when you first get to Epcot. Okay. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah. there's such a, you know, when you're coming there and you see when you first walk in, and if it's like food and wine, you see all the stuff in the front of the park, yeah. food and wine. And then you get into the park and you still got a ways to go before you really start. I mean, sometimes they'll have yeah. stuff in that middle section to kind of show you you're on the right path. But uh, yeah, I think. You know, I think Epcot, I'll be very interested to see what Epcot looks like, um, you know, even before the 50th. I think they're going to do a lot of this construction pretty quickly. I agree. I think uh, I think it's good with all the changes that are coming to Epcot, including these films being updated. You know, we've heard a lot of stories lately about changes to interventions, taking out interventions, taking out the fountain, moving the fountain, you know, the, the space restaurant, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Like, there's a lot going on. So... I'm, you know, I'm I'm not shocked that we're hearing even more changes coming. Let me ask you something. Do you like whenever you're walking into Epcot, how the crowd has to split between like left and right on the spaceship Earth, like which which way they go? 
do you like the fact that not everybody is funneled together in the same path kind of like my kingdom like down main street do you like that it's separated well you know you've got that area for pictures so i meant like once you hit spaceship earth right yeah i know what you're saying um i i don't think it's bad or good i mean it's not a bad way if you know where you're going you can kind of divert which way Mm -hmm. would you rather go um i think part of it I don't know if that'll change or not. It could. I mean, that's why I ask. I don't know. It's possible. I don't necessarily have a problem with the way that is laid up because I think people split off enough to where it, it doesn't cause too much of an issue. I think if you had one way only, it could get jammed and clogged a little bit easier. Yeah. But I definitely think that the entrance of the park is going to be much more open and needs to be and just kind of make that flow work a little bit better right when you come out the gates. Because sometimes when yeah. you come right through the gates, I mean, you're hit with people sitting in line for pictures. You're hit with oh, people yeah. standing around taking pictures. And, and so I just think making that, you know, maybe they need to move the gates back a bit to give people room. It seems like that's as, like, as soon as you walk in, it's like right there. So I think the front mm. of the park could be a little bit more open and, and reimagined there. So you think that they'll move like the turnstiles up? It's possible. Move them back a little bit. I mean, they're going to redo that whole area. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they move those back a little bit. Because there's nowhere to go, hardly, if you've got a lot of people waiting to get in the park. Right. Yeah. And then you have, it's such a, it's such a log jam when you first come in there because you've just got people with, there's a lot of times there's a photo pass photographer there. You know, people want to get a picture in front of the ball. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. So I, I think that that is just something that can be alleviated by moving. For one thing, making everything more open a little bit and then pulling those back a tad bit and then you know they're going to redo stuff with security i'm sure and things like that so Mm. okay i was just curious to get your thoughts on that i can't wait to hear more about all the changes coming so um all right the third story we're going to talk about we're not going to spend much on this we're just going to briefly kind of mention it um but this is about guardians of the galaxy 3 uh, yeah, Disney reinstates James Gunn as director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, you may recall that Disney terminated Gunn back in July of last year after old tweets with offensive content resurfaced on his Twitter account. There was a huge outcry with the cast who opened, uh, who posted an open letter asking for his reinstatement, followed by a petition by the general public, which garnered over 175,000 signatures. Since his termination, Walt Disney Studios President Alan Horn has met with Gunn on several occasions to discuss the situation. According to Deadline, Horn was persuaded by Gunn's public apology and his handling of the situation afterwards and decided to reverse course and reinstate Gunn. Gunn's return to the Gardens of the Galaxy 3 reportedly became complicated when he was brought on by Warner Brothers in D.C. to write and direct the Suicide Squad sequel. According to Deadline, Marvel Studios has agreed to begin production on Guardians 3 after Suicide Squad 2 has been completed. Reports state that Marvel Studios never considered another director for Guardians 3, even though there was speculation that Thor Ragnarok, uh, Helmer, Takia Watati, Taika Watiti, and Vice Helmer Adam McKay were taken into consideration. James Gunn posted on Twitter... I am tremendously grateful to every person out there who has supported me over the past few months. I am always learning and will continue to work at best, or excuse me, at being the best human being I can be. I deeply appreciate Disney's decision, and I'm excited to continue making films that investigate the ties of love that bind us all. I have been and continue to be incredibly humbled by your love and support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Love you all. Yeah. Um, We talked about this on... Friday when we went um did our live stream for club 32 so I won't we won't go too much into this I'll just say that it's pretty apparent that they were just waiting for the dust to settle before announcing that he would be reinstated I think that he was always a number one choice never gonna change that they just didn't want to upset anybody that he wasn't getting punished I guess what do you think Oh, I, I think that was the strategy all along, which yeah. is to wait it out and see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into it becomes a heated topic amongst people. All I'm going to say is I think Disney's a different company. Uh, I don't think Disney is a universal. I don't think Disney is like a Paramount, uh, much more kid-focused. And his tweets, however long ago, and whatever you, know, you want to say it was a joke or whatever it was, 
you know, um, we're aimed at a certain age demographic, demographic if you will. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see if if it has a negative. You know, if if you know how the how Guardians Three goes, and if ticket sales are hurt by it, I I imagine they won't be probably. Um, you know, personally, I I've never been a fan of this whole digging up at the past of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but in you know, people want to say that he was a victim of it, but in their defense, James Gunn did participate a lot of times going after other people as well online. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, honestly, I yeah, the world would just be better. Just uh, move on from things and make movies. I guess I don't know. Okay, next story we're going to talk about is um, the trailer for Toy Story 4 was released, the full-length trailer. Um, I'm not going to have you read the article that this was about, but this is in the show notes if you guys want to watch the trailer. Um, But we got a little bit more details about it. Basically, Bonnie... We remember Bonnie from Toy Story 3, who now is the owner of all the toys, Andy's toys. She creates a new toy called, I think, Spork. Forky. Forky. Thank you. Forky. And um, he doesn't want to be a toy and, like, basically leaves. And, uh, you know, Woody and everybody freaks out, so they have to, like, go find him. And on the way of on the way of doing this, they uh, Woody finds Bo Peep. And she had been sold or lost or something in the in the in the, in the past. We just don't know yet. And he finds this brand new world, this like carnival thing. He finds this new world of toys and how his his view of being a toy for one and only owner forever is is uh, changed a little bit. It's interesting the way they're going. With yeah, the story. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I, I think it's I think. I don't know. Toy Story 3 was really good for me. I really liked that movie. So this one's going to have to be really good for me to to love it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, trailers are... I never take too much credence in trailers. Um, I know. So, yeah, we'll see. It seems like a diff- definitely a different direction for a Toy Story movie. So. Yeah. And this will be the first movie we're letting our daughter see in a theater. She'll just be just shy of three, so we're gonna tr- we're gonna try to see if she'll. I don't know how we're gonna try because she's not gonna be quiet in a theater. Oh, she's not gonna be quiet for sure. It'll be one of those showings where you go at like nine o'clock in the morning, and it's just kids and moms and dads and stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so anyway, that's in the show notes if you guys want to watch it. Uh, next good old story is about the new opening. Um, entrance area to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the new resort bus resort loop um, opens at Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, then. on Tuesday. So there's pictures of this. Uh, it says here that um, it's an impressive complex that will greatly improve the arrival experience from resort hotels. The new loops hold more than 50 bus stops and are located within a minute's walk from the park entrance adjacent to the new Disney Skyliner station. Uh, the two loops contain row, excuse me, load and unload on both sides, and all the stops are covered and have overhead fans. Thank goodness. <laughs> Restrooms are also available as part of the new bus stop complex, uh, which you can see in the pictures here. And there's also an overhead view where you can see where they are, what they look like, all that stuff. So... Um, if you're curious about the placement of these, these are still not not where they used to be as far as in, in connection with the park. So you have the, the entrance of the park. You come out. Then you've got the Skyliner, which is on the left. And then past that is the resort bus loop and the restrooms. So it's a little bit closer than the old temporary bus loop was. But it's still not where it was before they started the construction of everything. But it's okay. I mean, it's fine. Now you have fans. Now you have shade. Now you have a bathroom. Right. So, and, they're, and I think yeah. they're just pushing them back a little bit to just create space. Because I'm sure they're also, if you look at the overhead shot here, you can kind of see, like, I'm sure they're going to move those security things back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they're going to make yeah. it where there's going to be so many people coming in. I'm sure they're just trying to give breathing room for the crowds and all that stuff. 
it'll be it'll it's it's better it's definitely better but it's you know it's not like it was let's just say that and they did rename the parking lot like they said we were we talked about that last week they renamed the parking lot areas to like mickey Minnie, buzz yeah woody yeah all of them so instead of like music and movies and theater like that used to be the the names well it's no longer i mean it's not a studio it's still called hollywood studios i'm sure that will change eventually but it's it's no longer the whole concept behind hollywood studios is no longer a working studio it's they just need to call it hollywood adventure and just stop let's just just everyone likes that name hollywood adventure right it's simple i think simple it's matches california adventure it's fine i think it works it's just my opinion all right, moving on. Um, the I'm I'm actually kind of sad about this only because I remember it. For, it's, it's been there as long as I can remember. But some of the uh, some something special is being removed on the walkways into Magic Kingdom. The walk around the world personalized bricks near Magic Kingdom are to be removed in phases. Uh, says Disney World is currently enhancing the overall guest experience at all its theme parks from the parking lots to theme park entrances nearly every step in between those points is being reconfigured including walkways and tram loading and unloading zones the Walt Disney World Resort is also adding more bag screening stations metal detectors and other measures to aid in screening of guests as part of these updates the some of the personalized hexagonal bricks near the magic kingdom park and the transportation and ticket center soon will be retired the remaining bricks will be removed in future phases the bricks part of disney's walk around the world were committed to be on display until 2011 since the bricks were not designed to be removed individually they will not be available to take home instead anyone who sponsored a brick may purchase a commemorative version between now and august 31st 2019 a uh, guest who sponsored a brick and would like to get a souvenir version should do the following. You don't have to go through that. People can read it if they want. Okay. <laughs> then you it's read long. It. You just there's a process to go through, basically. Yeah, it looks like it's ten dollars. Yeah. So it's nothing crazy. Looks like some things could be thirty, but yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Okay. So I remember the like I said, I as long as I can remember, I think I was ten. Whenever these were selling, I want to say 94, 95 were the first years. Correct me if I'm wrong out there, but I, I believe those are the most of the years that I see like walking on the bricks. And a lot of them have are faded and you can't read them anymore. You know? Yeah. You ever notice that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, a, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate if you bought one, you're just kind of like, oh, I don't want to, you know, piece of myself is on Magic Kingdom property. A piece of yourself? If you if you got your name, is this like a uh, what is it from Harry Potter where a piece of your soul is in the thing? What's that? Horcrux. Yeah, are yes. they horcruxes? I put a horcrux in. No, oh. <laughs> that's that's no, and that's that's not cool. I mean, I, people shouldn't do that. Don't do that. Um, well, I don't think people can do that. No, I don't they think can't. this is a, a worry to have. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> anyway, guys, don't put pieces of your soul into things. Anyway, this is similar to, you know, they're removing the um, legacy, leave a legacy stones in front of Epcot. So they're just moving those. They're not, they're not getting rid well, of them. Well, these even said they were only. The entrances are just changing everywhere. Yeah, they're only supposed to run until 2011. So they've been there longer than they mm-hmm. stated. So. Yeah. Anyway, if you got one, you know, get your commemorative brick. Before you can, before it, uh, I guess before it expires. I don't know. Before your horror crux expires. That's right. Okay. Uh, next story is about Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yeah, it reopens this summer at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and Disney just announced that. Uh, it says the Rafiki's Planet Watch, the affection section, and the Wildlife Express will all return to operation along with a few enhancements and celebration of the Lion King. Planet Watch closed October 2018 during a series of operational cutbacks. Yeah. That's basically all we know. We, I, we I still think though. it's going away at some point, though. Maybe they're, they're opening just for the summer crowds, and then they'll close it again. would be or? my guess. I mean, I think... I've, I've said all along, all this stuff that they're doing at Disney World is leading up to a new park being announced. 
But before they do that, they're going to go through and basically update all the existing parks. Uh, so I think after Epcot, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some stuff after the 50th move on over to Animal Kingdom and do some updates with stuff around there as well. Have you ever done? Have you ever been over there with Vicky's Planet Watch? Yeah, it's been a long time though. Yeah, it's been a long time for me too. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. I don't like Forrest Gump. I know. Okay, Forrest. Um, the next story is about the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. Yeah, this is the 10 years of Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend. And this is, uh, let's see, <laughs> this is Disney Parks blog again. Yeah. So their wording is interesting. <laughs> I love when you read these. <laughs> They just like to get a thesaurus out, I think. They do. (laughs) It's a delectable celebration that's 10 years in the making as the 2019 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend makes its return to the Walt Disney World Resort October 31st through November 3rd, 2019. Filled with a delicious slate of exciting events and Disney magic in every mile, this this is an event year you won't want to miss. With registration opening tomorrow, March 19th at 10 a.m., so that would have been yesterday. Uh, Two days ago for you guys. Yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> get a taste of some exciting new enhancements coming to the celebratory weekend. Uh, says we're excited to share this, that starting with the Wine and, Don, Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, all 5K participants will receive a tech shirt, just like our 10K, Half Marathon and Challenge Runners. Participant shirts are one of several amenities including included as part of your race registration. And there's some other event highlights. Speaking of the 5K, it says new for this year, the Disney Feast, or excuse me, the Disney Fall Feast 5K will be making its way to Epcot, where participants have the opportunity to run, walk, or jog their way around the world for the first time during this event. So stay tuned as we reveal the race themes and medals in this coming months. Also new to this year's event, celebrate a race well run during the weekend exclusive post-race party, now with an early entry time. Experience the excitement of Epcot International Food and Wine Festival beginning at 5 p.m. After hours fun, including a 10th anniversary entertainment and rare characters, will begin at 10 p.m. Participants of the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon and Disney Two Course Challenge automatically receive entry with the registration and additional tickets for friends and family may be purchased starting, uh, says here, tomorrow, which would have been about two days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends and family also play an important part in the runner's experience during a Run Disney Race Weekend. For the 2019 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, spectators can now join the cheer squad. This is spelled C-H and then the E-A-R is all is all capital. So, so it's a, <laughs> it, I think they're focusing on the eaters part. I think you're right. The cheer squad for both the 10K and the half marathon races. The cheer squad packages include a variety of amenities as well as reserved finish line seating, perfect for seeing your runner's most magical moment. So, yeah. Running through Epcot is new. Yeah. I think last year, wasn't it Animal Kingdom? I I don't know. I think, I that, I think that's correct. I mean, I like the little logo they have for it. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's cute. I mean, personally. <laughs> I know you don't. I, you're not a I runner and you hate it. And <laughs> no desire. Well, it's not only like that. Like, if I'm going to run, I'll run. But, like, I have, I've never, just me personally speaking, I've never understood this whole, like, 5k thing about like hey can i pay you money and then run and they're like sure pay us 50 dollars to run like that sounds like a good deal like that is a terrible exchange right there well all these races go to charities and it's like a camaraderie event and it's accomplishing something i get it so i don't think you do but if you walk it are you really accomplishing anything i mean of course you are uh, well you sh- you're saying people walking these races should just be- shouldn't bother. All I'm saying is, Jared. when I ran in in like high school and stuff like that, our coach like if we would have just started walking, we would have just been yelled at until we just were in a puddle on the side of the ground. So I don't under I don't know. To me, I get it. People do it for fun. I'm just spading for myself personally. Oh, you you're hilarious. I would like to actually attend one of these after hours things. I heard they're fun. I mean, that part would be cool. Yeah. So if someone wants to invite me. <laughs> I don't understand the cheer the cheer thing. Like, I'm curious how much that is. Like, you can cheer people and pay us to do it. I'm like $65. I mean, Disney's. 
they're getting sixty five dollars. They're getting out of control with this, and people will pay yeah. it. Yeah, of course they will. They, like that seems a little. I mean, there have to be some extra stuff with that, but you know. You get, I mean, you get the the bag, the blanket, get a cowbell. <laughs> get get grand, a cowbell. Get finish line grandstand seating. Why a cowbell? Beverages, private restrooms for $65. Why a cowbell? I really don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Unless someone's got a fever. Got a fever. You did not get that. What? I said, why do they have a cowbell? Oh, I got a fever. And the old prescription is a cow, more cowbell. All right. Well, I was going to make it subtle, but Did yes, I nail it? yeah, you you made it very obvious to everybody. But yes, that, that's what I was referring to. Okay, well, let's move on. Uh, next story is about uh, even more changes coming to the good old France Pavilion, Jared's favorite pavilion, right? <laughs> it's a nice pavilion. It, it can is. be it's overtaken nice. at any time, but oh it's a nice pavilion. God. It's. Uh, you won't find much resistance there. Oh, <laughs> um, kidding, anyway. everybody. Let's all calm down a little bit. Uh, all right, <laughs> authentic crip crepiery. Oh, crepier, crepier. Oh, you can't, can't even, even say, say it. it. Crepery, they're crepery, serving, they're serving crepes, crepes, crepes. So it's a creperery. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Crepery, authentic crepery. Yeah. Part of upcoming France Pavilion enrichments at Epcot. And it's, I think they just come up with names that people are just going to have problems with. Because you know people are just going to go, I want those thin pancakes. Yeah, they probably will. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not saying that. Okay. Uh, from its distant view of the Eiffel Tower to the waterfront reminiscent of the banks of the Seine, the France Pavilion at Epcot has long possessed a certain je ne sais quoi. This is Disney Park blog again, by the way. Ooh, did you just? That's not a hard one to say. <laughs> okay. Good job. I don't think you realize I could be fancy. I just don't want to be. Okay. And I reject France as a mindset. What? I don't even know what's happening. It's okay. Just go on. Anyways. All right. Uh, it possesses a certain je ne sais quoi, inviting guests to linger in a setting inspired by the sidewalks of Paris. And soon that invitation will be extended in a gastronomic experience as French as Renoir and Monet, the creep, the crep. The what? creep. <laughs> I mean, it is French, so. <laughs> Boom. Got one in there. Uh, scheduled to be built in an all new location near the previously announced Remy's Ratatouille Adventure Attraction, the new crepery. 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 Let me say that again. Okay. The new crepey. <laughs> Crapery. 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 Yes. Crapery. Okay, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You're fine. The all new crepery yes. will feature. I got it. <laughs> okay, got the it. cuisine of celebrity chef Jerome Bocuse. Bocuse. Yeah, I don't know. The mastermind behind the pavilion's chefs de France Brasserie. I hate all these words so much. <laughs> And it's celebration of gourmet cuisine, Monsieur Paul. With a menu inspired by the Brittany region of France, the all-new location will offer table service dining as well as a quick service stop for guests craving savory crepes called galettes. I think galettes. I think Mm. galettes. Looks like Gillette almost. Uh, And sweet crepes. Crepes, yes. Yeah. The restaurant is part of the multi-year transformation of Epcot and the enrichment of the France Pavilion that includes, in addition to the classic Impressions to France, a Beauty and the Beast sing-along experience, a Remy's Ratatouille adventure attraction in which guests will virtually shrink to the size of French cuisine's most famous rat and scurry to safety across the kitchen of Gastou's legendary Parisian restaurant. All the... What? Go ahead. I'm, did no, I say it right? Fine. Yeah, you did. You said it close. Mm-hmm. Like being laughed at as I read. I'm sorry, it's so funny. All the come all are all coming to the pavilion in the time for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. Elsewhere in the park, new and enriched films are blah, underway. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. Um, yeah. France is a good place to get some good food. We've got the patisserie, boulangerie, sandwich shop. Like I said, I reject France as a mindset, so I'm just gonna walk up to their thing and say. I want some of your thin pancakes, and they're gonna go. What are they called? Give me the pancakes, and then I'll just and then 
I refuse to say their words. But it's it's their words. Yeah, and it's my money. <laughs> so give me what I want. <laughs> so give me what I, I mean, want. It's true. It's your money. The customer is always right. Uh, I am. <laughs> this little France is getting like a major overhaul. I mean, like, why? Can't, my thing is this: France is already a pretty solid pavilion. Let me guess: you're going to say overhaul America? They they just need more stuff in the American pavilion, or you know. I just think, like, again, my barbecue or burgers idea over there, perfect. It would be in more demand than French pancakes. That's what I'm going to call from now on. French pancakes. Have you ever had crepes before? Yeah, I've had them before. They're okay. I think they're good. The problem with them is that I'd have to eat, like, a hundred of them to fill up because they're so thin. I I like them, but I don't like when they put, like, eggs and stuff that's hot like it has to be sweet like cold sweet stuff like that's how i like to eat crepes yeah no i mean they yeah. are good yeah. but again they just don't fill me up all right well that's fine let's say put some steak on him more meat is always needed more meat always more meat um uh, okay moving on to the last of the news stories um i found this um just kind of hap- you know just out of the blue but it's about a new um, new pass for Flight of Passage that somebody posted online. Yes, apparently there's a new potty pass, as it's being called. And it says there's no, nothing better than the first time you walk into Pandora and you see the floating mountains in front of you, the sights, the sounds, and all the incredible things to see. The excitement builds as you get on the Flight of Passage. You've heard about this attraction, but now it's your turn to ride. Unfortunately, you did not score a fast pass, so you're in the standby line and the wait is over three hours long. And it says, uh, while the standby is amazing, very so many cool things to see, it's highly recommended doing the standby line at least once, but halfway through your wait, you will feel the urge to have to go to the bathroom. It says, what are you to do? You've waited so long, you don't want to lose your spot in line, blah, blah, blah. So now they have uh, basically a, it says a queue re-entry, basically go to the bathroom pass. pass. It says, behold, the queue re-entry pass, or now as it's being called, the Pandora Potty Pass. It says, uh, if you have to use the potty while in line, I hate when adults say potty. It sounds weird <laughs> to me. Um, find the nearest cast member and they will issue this lanyard. The rest of the family must wait in line while you go out into the restroom. When you are done, you will re-enter through the fast pass line where they will take you to a holding area where you will meet up with the rest of your fam- rest of your party once they've reached that same holding area. The holding area is right by where the fast pass line merges with the standby line. So there you have it. You now have a bathroom pass for Pandora. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, I, I think that's a legitimate, that's a legitimately good uh, use of that because it's yeah. putting lo- putting bathrooms in line is a nightmare waiting to happen because you would have people butting in line and they, they lost their spot, whatever it may be. So doing it this way, you know, if you've got a little one, you can take them out, um, still catch up with your family. I mean, as long as, you know, as long as with your the family, like one adult can just hold it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is a good idea, though. I think this is a great idea. People were kind of mad that they didn't put restrooms in the queue, knowing that they would have five-hour waits for this regularly. Um, but I get Disney's position. It's like, how do you handle that? I understand. You know I understand. what I mean? Like, I, it's it's a long yeah. wait, but, you know, it's just the idea of, of the logistics that would go into, like, if you put a restroom in line and you didn't have it, you'd have to have it manned. You'd have to have a whole system in place. Like, it would just turn into a, just a nightmare. This is why the virtual queue thing yes. we were talking about for Star Wars would work so well with Flight of Passage. It'd work well with any ride, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, in theory, in, in your waiting queue area, you can walk around, go to the bathroom, whatever it is. Like, you can be doing stuff. You know, I wouldn't be surprised in a lot of these things that they're going to be selling stuff. You know, I, I can see, I can see once that if you know if they implement this into Flight of Passages, people are just going to go to the line and be like, "I want to get in line." Be like, "Well, it's a virtual pass. You have to come back in right. two hours." And they just kind of stand there like, "What do I do?" It, it will be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know? that, that's a thing. It, it'll take. I, I will be interested to see if this is something that goes on because we saw this with, you know, we've said before, Universal Studios with the Jimmy Fallon ride. Right. Um, 
in theory, it, it sounds really good. In execution, I don't know. We've only done it once, so I don't know in execution how well it really works. Um, you know, my guess would be if it's really, really busy, you may just not be able to write it because your comeback time, they may just be like, yeah, there's no, there's no way to write it. Um, and then you lose out on that, you know, getting in line before the park closes and you get to ride, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's something that you could start seeing in more and more rides. Okay. If nothing else for this reason here, going to the bathroom. Exactly. You know, it, it basically takes that and, and turns it into a non-issue. Yep. Agreed. Okay. That's it for the news today. And we've got one rumor they want to talk about. I'm going to preface this by saying this particular publication did not mark this as a rumor. They just marked it as fact and gave didn't give a source. So this is why it's still a rumor because I don't know if I believe them. <laughs> so just putting that out there. It's about Indiana Jones. Yeah. So Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular at Hollywood Studios is set to be updated for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary in 2021. Uh, so little has survived the purge on the road to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disney's Hollywood Studios, but the D- Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular and his giant boulder have rolled on. Despite being queued up for demolition more times than we can count, this thir- this nearly 30-year-old show will be staying in the park, but we'll finally be getting a much-needed update if all goes according to plan. The Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular could see some scene updates and the removal of the working studio theme that ties it back to the park as it existed in 1989. Um, So they wouldn't expect to see camera crews or talking directors in the show when the changes come based on the current direction of Hollywood Studios. Uh, To accommodate for adjustments, the show will go dark for a lengthy period of time spanning from 2020 to 2021. Uh, the new version of the show is set to debut in the summer of 2021, just in time for Disney's 50th anniversary celebration and the scheduled release of Disney Indiana Jones 5 in theaters. What do you think? Yeah? Get rid of it. I know they won't. It, I, I get a lot of it is... I, I don't know if I... This actually doesn't make a lot of sense to me if this, is, if this turns out to be true because they need so much stuff to absorb people with being in the parks and this is just mm-hmm. something that people can do. So I don't see mm-hmm. Disney pulling this out to redo it for the 50th and that's just one less thing for people to do whenever Galaxy's Edge is already open. Right. Yeah, it, and it's a theater. It holds a lot of people. Right. And so yeah. I think you're going to for sure need um, stuff for people to do. Even if it is Indiana Jones, I mean, there's people mm-hmm. that will do it. Well, maybe, you know, maybe they're thinking like, we couldn't redo it yet. We had to wait until more things were open, like Mickey's Runaway Railway. When right. it opens and once Galaxy's Edge opens, then they can take a little bit of time to redo it because there's more stuff in the parks for people to do. Whereas now, it would be a terrible time for to do that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, uh, I, I, I could see that. It, it's just also, I don't know if they're redoing it. That means it would be staying for a while. I just don't know if, no. you know, these types of, of stunt shows aren't what people are wanting in a theme park anymore. Well, Lights, Motors, Action, that was a car stunt show, and that really wasn't super duper popular. No, and, and again, it goes was back it? to... A stunt show is is in terms of a studio, and this is how things are done to make it look real. And that's just not what the park is anymore. So, yeah. I, I will be personally yeah. a little disappointed if they do this because I just that's such a big area that could be used for some new ride. I got it. You know what they should do? Indiana Jones the musical. <laughs> that's a terrible idea, but okay. <laughs> like I don't even know what that would be. But Awful. But yeah. <laughs> it would be go bad. on. I just meant in terms of it being a show and you don't want like a stunt show. Is your goal just, to <laughs> make sure nobody comes? Um, I guarantee you people would eat that up. Uh some would. Some would, yeah. Some would. But yeah, it's a Once idea. Indiana Jones starts singing about the Lost <laughs> Holy Grail, I'm just gonna get up and say, <laughs> I'm done and I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> Because that is not... It's bad enough that the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull happened. Oh, you're telling me. Let alone whatever they're going to do for five. And then if you're going to go this far with Indy, I mean, I don't know how much more you can just spit on the name of Indiana Jones. 
Yeah, I'm. I was kidding. I don't want to. I, I don't want to see a Indiana Jones know. musical. Um, all right. Well, that's it for rumors and news today. Do you want to say anything else about anything we talked about? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think I have anything else for today. So we'll go ahead and close out the show here. Want to mention you guys should check out our Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community, and please join that if you haven't already. And uh, do you want to mention Club 32 for everybody? I've mentioned it a couple times. Yeah, if you're if you're cool and you want to be in a cool club, cool. Club 32 is for you. Now, uh, it, it's our, you know, instead of doing like a Patreon, it's it's our special little private club that helps us to continue to grow the show, just cover expenses and uh, stuff like that. And in return, you get early access to episodes, you get uh, live streaming of Diz Dudes. There's at least one monthly live stream with uh, all of us together, Jamie, myself, Jeremy, and Rhonda. Kind of like a bonus episode. Uh, mailbag segments. So it should be coming online pretty soon. Uh, then we also going to have some guides coming out. If you do the yearly option, get a free t-shirt. You get 20% off of uh, apparel in the shop all the time. So, uh, yeah. So, if you're interested in that, it is ctmvip.com. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, And there's a private right. Facebook group as well. So, you can interact a little bit more intimately in there. And there's some behind-the-scenes stuff intimately. as well. Yes. All right. Well, that is all we have for the show today. Thank you, everybody, for listening or watching. Thank you, Jared, for joining me on the news as always you're welcome and as I always like to say we will see you in the parks bye with a menu inspired by the Brittany region of France the new location will offer table service dining as well as a Quick service stop for guests craving savory crepes, along with gelettes, gelates, and sweet crepe. What? There's too many of these words. Crepes, crepes. Let me hold on. It's like grapes. Let me reread it. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Let me reread it. You don't sound like an idiot. It's fine.